and gentlemen, welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast with your host, Isabel Ross. As a personal trainer, accredited endurance coach, and now podcast host, Isabel is bringing you the best advice, tips, and tricks for health and athletics. Two Australian trail championships, a 24-hour track race, six-foot track marathon, and has represented Australia three times at the long-distance mountain running world championships. I mean, I guess you could say ain't no valley high or mountain low that she can't run, right? I mean, it's the other way around. Anyways, let's just say she knows a thing or two about running. Did I mention that Isabel has raced all over the world, including participating in the notorious Barkley Marathons? So, yeah, she knows her stuff. You'll be sure to get all your questions answered and maybe even a runner's high just by listening to the advice and good vibes of the Peak Endurance Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I hope your running and training is going really well. Mine is. So last weekend, Ron and I and others swept the Surf Coast Trail Marathon. It is such a great event. I love being involved with it. It's a long day out when you're sweeping, which is great training for time on feet. It was also, it coincided to become my biggest week of kilometres in about nine weeks with 110 Ks done. So feeling pretty happy with that. My sweet spot for training is 120 to 130 k's a week school holidays next week so i'm sure i'll get back to that everybody has a different sweet spot for the amount of kilometers and that's why you should never compare yourself to someone else that fits in with their lifestyle and their body and their injury rate and that sort of thing so it's important to remember that now on to the main part of the podcast and this week i'll be talking to you about coping with injuries that old chestnut there is a freebie to help you with this, so make sure you stay tuned right to the very end to find out how you can access this, and um, it is really helpful. I have actually also written a couple of blog posts about injuries. Just go to my website, peakendurancecoaching.com.au, to read those. If you sign up for my newsletter, you'll get them straight to your inbox. And also, did you know that I always post my podcasts as blogs too? That way, after listening, these ones, not the interview ones, you can go back and read them too, all on my website. Now, in order to create the perfect athlete who never gets injured, the the correct muscle strength, I never can talk sometimes, skeletal structure, tendon elasticity, heart and lung size, and precisely the right interaction between anatomical, biochemical, and physiological systems are required. The chance of this perfect nearly uninjurable, I don't even know if that's a word, but it is now, of that person existing is around one in 20 million. And into the perfect mix of that athlete, even with those perfect elements, we have to add in other elements like overtraining, equipment, interaction, old shoes, anyone? Technical trails, even raised pavement cracks. I have been known to trip on those. As well as psychological factors such as personality traits, stresses and coping methods, All in all, it means we are highly, highly likely to get injured at some point. Although having a coach will probably, well, it should eliminate the overtraining element, there are still many other factors that could cause injuries. So even when you're coached, it does sometimes happen. So we need to be prepared for how we deal with an injury. Getting injured can be really hard for runners to deal with, as not only do they have to deal with the possible pain of the actual injury itself, but also the array of negative emotions such as devastation, feeling like they've been cheated, restlessness and isolation. You know, if if running's your social outlet, 
you're isolated then. All of these can negatively impact the psychological well-being and general life satisfaction of the runner. On top of all this, some runners may develop a pervading and debilitating fear of re-injury. I know I had that after my stresses many, many years ago. So I've been there. I know it. Right, we'll just take a quick break to thank our sponsor and hear a testimonial from a happy athlete. I really appreciate you listening to these. Hi there, it's Debbie from Brisbane. I've been training with Izzy from Peak Endurance Coaching for only a few weeks now, but I really love the programming i love how contactable she is any question she doesn't hesitate and she's always available for help and support and anything you need really she's wonderful and really great to have a program to follow so i don't have to wake up and think about what i'm doing today i just do what I'm told and it's always good to get feedback and ask any advice at all along the way so I highly recommend um, if you've been training for a while and got a little bit lost along the way that was me um, it's really really good highly recommend thanks Izzy so you like running, but you're feeling pain or irritation and you can't enjoy it like you once did. Or worse, your performance has taken a big hit. Now you're reminiscing on the good times where the wind blew past your ears. Nature looked lovely as you passed it. What are you waiting for? Go and visit a specialist at Health and High Performance. With the latest in technology and a wealth of experience, the team at Health and High Performance can help you with all your running injury and performance needs. Let's get you back to doing something you love with the results you're capable of. Head over to healthhp.com.au slash run, or you can find them on Instagram at Health High Performance. Health and High Performance are located in Mount Albert, Melbourne, but are available for telehealth appointments not only Australia-wide, but also around the world. So contact them now on their website to find out more. Now, another area runners may struggle to cope with injury is in relation to their mental health. As we all know, many of us use running to help us cope mentally with life, whether as a stress release, you know, as a physical release of pent-up frustrations after a day at work or with the kids, or just some headspace to calm down and put everything in life in perspective, or just that alone time. It can be as equally as effective as medication. We've all heard that. So when a runner is injured, they're not only losing one of their favourite things to do, they may also potentially be losing a valuable coping mechanism for them, and this needs to be considered. In actual fact, as unbelievable as it may seem, injury can become a time to better understand your body, build up strength for the future to prevent further in injuries, reignite your passion for running, and give you higher motivation to compete again in the future. I know I've come back from injuries and cross-training I used to, back in the day, and I was so passionate then. Although an injury is never welcomed, researchers have found that those runners who are able to stay confident and positive while keeping their anxiety low will show increased likelihood of a faster and more successful recovery than those who don't. It kind of makes sense, doesn't it? 
Now, there are five stages that runners should go through on their road to recovery from injury. Now, you know, this is just a general thing. It's not a rule. Firstly is anger. Um, and it doesn't have to be anger per se, but that upsetness. It is perfectly normal to feel anger or to be upset when you get injured, to feel like, why did this happen to me? Doesn't mean that you're mentally weak to feel that way. It is natural to grieve for what you feel you will be missing, your training, your races, your social connections, and so on. Part of the being upset and the anger is also the uncertainty you may be feeling, not knowing what to expect, but knowing that things will change. Change is hard. And we may not have a definitive diagnosis or timeline for recovery, which can lead to feelings of frustration as well as being upset and angry. Now, you do need to allow yourself a couple of days, one to two days to feel all the feelings, but then know that it is time to move on to the next stage of the process. You can't sit there being upset and angry the whole time. It's really unproductive. So next up is information gathering. We're all good at this now with the internet, aren't we? This part is easy for most of us. Better informed runners can make better informed decisions. Just make sure you're going to quality sites. So this is an important part of the recovery process. The process of finding out about an injury is known as instrumental coping. And this has been found to improve adherence to rehabilitation and actually gives more positive long-term consequences because athletes are more um, connected and engaged with their rehab. Learning about the injury also involves reflecting on the circumstance leading up to it and how it occurred. Some will be simple, like a sprained ankle running technical trail. Others, namely overuse injuries, may be harder to find the actual source. <clears throat> For instance, when I had my stress fac fractures many years ago, I learned that it was part of the Red S, which led me to then change my training and increase my food intake. And the, increasing the food intake really helped. And food eating all the food, has led to me being a more injury-proof runner in the long term. So it, it was devastating at the time, but it was a great learning experience. So use this learning process to find out what you can do to make sure it doesn't happen again. Next, find experts to help you. This could be a physio, osteo, chiro, myo. As I was writing that, I was thinking, how funny, it's all O on the end. Massage therapist or sports doctor. Whatever it is, it needs to be someone you trust and respect you don't want to be dating them because then you, if you really trust them, you'll be more likely to follow their advice. This expert needs to be clear and concise with what you need to do for rehabilitation as it has been found that the stronger the athlete's belief in the treatment efficacy, the greater compliance and the more positive about their long-term recovery because then they really feel like they're doing something. And in this way, you will recover more successfully. For myself, love Luke Nelson from health and high performance. Next on the timeline is goal setting for your recovery. Don't underestimate how important this is. Don't think, oh, what goals can I set? I'm injured, I can't do anything. The runners who recover the best are the ones who take their recovery as seriously as their training. Ultimately, it is now part of your training. Runners who set goals for their recovery and return to sport have been um, found to adhere better to their rehab programs. Essentially, it gives your recovery a purpose, just like all your runs should have a purpose. So it's really important to do this stage and your recovery needs to have a purpose. Purpose. <laughs> this process helps the athlete feel positive and that they are doing something productive. And when they go through a dying moment, they can see that the structures <clears throat> are in place and they are doing all the right things to get themselves back to full health, strength, and fitness. 
The goals need to be meaningful to you, like all goals, and give you control over your rehab. For instance, some process goals, because obviously the ultimate goal is to not be injured and to be strong, some process goals for recovery may be doing your exercises, your rehab exercises twice a day, rolling and stretching every day, seeing the physio every week, volunteering at races once a month to stay involved in the social aspect, and so on. Hitting these small goals leads to greater gains in the long term. Finally, you need to find something to fill the injury gap. Seeing as you're not training, you will have a lot more time to spare. I normally um, mountain bike if I'm allowed to, but once again, that's been a long time. Well, physio and your rehab exercises will fill some of that gap, but there will be time gaps and bigger ones. And most importantly, these gaps can be mentally gaps for you that need to be filled. And for me, the mountain biking gets me out in the bush as well. So it's great for that. This can be also a time for you to focus more on your family, your work. You're running social groups, you're volunteering or being a mentor to other runners, finding a new cross-training exercise like, you know, cycling, or on developing your own mental strength practices to help you when you return to running and racing. You could be doing things like meditating, visualising. Engaging in such activities will help lower any potential depressive symptoms. Trying new sports like cycling, yoga, or strength training if you haven't done it before will make you a stronger and more resilient runner and developing your mental strategies, like I said, such as visualizing. And can I tell you, visualizing your injury healing is amazingly effective. I did it with my stress fractures. It really, and it really feels like you're doing something. And learning focusing techniques and attentional strategies will benefit your running and racing in the long term. Some other points to consider when faced with injury is the effect of social media on your mental health. This may not be the best time in the world to be scrolling and seeing all the runs everyone else seems to be doing, all their awesome pics and that sort of stuff. It can be frustrating when you see others post about their runs or see people's training on Strava. Doing a lot of this scrolling may lead the runner to returning to running too soon because they get, you know, FOMO. So even though we know rationally that training when injured or sick is detrimental to our performance, and recovery it can be very very tempting when we are bombarded with these messages about others training or you know those inspirational things about toughing it out Um, you are not being lazy taking time off to recover you are being sensible and your body actually needs you to cut back so it's got more energy to heal if you cross train to the max your body will not have the energy to heal now injuries are the bane of every runner Learning to listen to your body so as to avoid injury is the first step. It's very important. But if you are injured, it is important that you make sure recovery is purposeful and effective. So as I said, I have a pre-made injury analysis and goal setting document that you can use to help you on your recovery journey. Now, to get access to this valuable document, just check out the show notes um, for this podcast or the blog, blog post. Know what I was going to say then of this podcast on my website or DM me on Insta or Facebook on my Peak Endurance Coaching page with the words coping with injury and I will DM you back with the link to access this document. Remember sometimes injury setbacks can actually propel us to even higher levels in the, our running. Use this time to slingshot yourself to greater success and it is possible. Now Don't forget to register for my Mental Toughness for Ultra Running Workshop because all of the strategies will help you cope with injury too. I will be giving you practical, easy to implement, actionable strategies, which means you can use them 
not just read them and then put them away, to help you become a mentally tough and resilient runner. Your outlook on racing and performances will improve. All this in a 90-minute to two-hour workshop. I mean, like, I don't know. If we um, end up having a great chat and questions, you know, it might go a bit longer. With time for questions at the end, as well as time for a cuppa and a catch-up. Check out my website, peakendurancecoaching.com.au, for all the registration details. Seriously, you don't want to miss this, and I would so much love to see everyone live. People have asked me if I would be recording this for sale later, and I will. But I will be charging more for the recording. It's $35 to come live, 50 bucks for the recording. I know that seems strange, but I really want to encourage people to come to the live event because live it will be so much more valuable for you. Now, thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. I hope it was informative and you got a lot out of it to help you if you are injured or to mentally prepare yourself for the time when you may be. And, you know, maybe just download that document and just shove it in the drawer and you've got it there. Now, also, if you are interested in coaching, email me, isabel at peakendurancecoaching.com.au and don't forget to follow me on socials, Insta or Facebook, um, Peak Endurance Coaching, and don't forget to DM me for that document or you can follow me personally, Isabel Ross with an O. If you want to get on my email list, and I recommend it if you want to get, you know, um, those sort of blog posts much quicker without having to go searching for them on my website, with articles, exercises, recipes, all of that good stuff, head to my website, peakendurancecoaching.com.au. Also, I'd love it if you could do me a huge favour and subscribe to this pod on your preferred podcast platform. A five-star review would be fantastic too, but who am I to tell you what to do? <laughs> Although I do love your support. Wherever you are in the world today or right now when you're listening, have an awesome day or evening or night. Have fun out there on the roads and trails and I'll catch you soon. Just enjoy that running and don't overtrain. That's the most important thing.